0: you we give you glory why because you're worthy you alone are worthy Lord you're worthy of all our praise, and all honor and all glory and thank you for joining us this morning and uh, um, just to say we are um, a church who just wants to see lives transformed with the gospel but also part of our DNA is church planting. So we're meeting here um, on, um, on a Sunday morning. We also meet over in North Wales. There's another group um, we've just recently planted over there. And then we another group who meet in, in Crewe as well. There's a small church plant over there as well. And, uh, but it's great to be part of the family of God and to rejoice in all that God is, is doing um, through us. So we're going to come just to a very, very short just thought before we we move out, and uh, um, I'm going to just read really a prayer actually from Psalm 20. So it begins, May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. May He send you help from the sanctuary and grant you support from Zion. May he remember all your sacrifices and accept your burnt offerings. May he give you the desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy over your victory and lift up our banners in the name of the Lord. May the Lord grant all your requests. And then we declare, Now this I know. The Lord gives victory to his anointed. He answers him from his heavenly sanctuary with victorious power of his right hand. Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we trust in the name of the Lord our God. They are brought to their knees and fall. But we, we rise up and stand firm. Lord, give victory. Answer us when we call. Now, I grew up on a dairy farm, and I would regularly regularly work with my dad or for my dad over, and particularly over the summer months. We would we'd often um, I'd often help with cutting the silage. Now, it involved cutting the the grass in the field. Then it was brought in on trailers, and then I guess tipped up into the yard. But very often, my job was to buck rake the silage into the pit. And this required a reasonable amount of driving skill. On the back of the tractor, there are prongs, um, this sort of row of prongs, and you'd reverse into the freshly cut grass. You'd pick it up, and then you'd re- you would uh, reverse into the silage pit. Now, my dad was very safety conscious, partly because he knew how accident-prone I was. So, so he would give me endless, uh, endless instructions of what to do. But at the age of 16, I knew everything. I was an expert in pretty much everything in life. But one of the things that he told me was, don't go too near the back of where the grass is soft in case you get stuck. Now, I was doing really well for a few hours. Things were going wonderfully until I just went that little bit too far back and and, and the back tires began to spin and, and, and I began to sink and I'm absolutely stuck in this grass. I thought, no problem, I can fix this. So all I need to do is just dig the grass out from in front of the tractor tire. It's gotta be fairly easy. So I grabbed my pitchfork and I began to dig and about the third lump of grass I completely missed and put it straight into the back tire, this large back tire of the tractor. I can remember standing there thinking, over this rather dreadful dilemma. Do I leave the pitchfork in, or do I pull it out? (laughs) I decided to pull it out, and as I stood there, as I watched the air leave that huge tractor tire, I felt as deflated as that tire was beginning to look. See, if only I'd gone to my dad in that first moment, if if only I'd, I'd asked him and got some help from him, but i thought i could do it i thought my skills were were better than they really were rather than, than trusting in my own ability i should have gone to the one person who could have sorted out the problem without making things worse listen the same thing applies to your relationship with god all too often we want to fix we want to fix things ourselves rather than turning to God who can sort out any problem. Yet, why is it that we so often are so slow in asking God for help? Now, Psalm 20 verse 6 says that, that the Lord who answers us from His heavenly sanctuary with the victorious power of His right hand. See, He is your sustainer. He is your protector, your heavenly Father who raises you up so that you can stand firm now i'm very aware i was blessed with a, a very good dad not everybody is you see my dad loved me despite my many failings. he didn't love me any less even though i burst t- tractor tires or even wasted an entire day of work but if we think about it if an earthly father can love and forgive me that much, how much more will a perfect Heavenly Father love each and every one of you? It is just immeasurably greater. Through faith in Jesus, you are a child of God. You are accepted. You are forgiven. You are made perfect through the death and through the resurrection of Jesus Christ on the cross. And this morning, God says to you, you're my son. You're my daughter. I love you. I'm pleased with you. I delight in you. And and God loves you with a perfect love that is untainted. He is trustworthy, and, and He will never let you down. So today, I want to remind you to put your trust in Jesus, not in your own abilities. And as we go out onto the streets in a moment, as we share our faith, whether it be today or whether it even be during this, this week, listen, your experience, your wisdom is, is helpful, but it's, it's, it's not enough. You may have great organizational skills or great administration, and those can be helpful, but again, it's not enough. Great worship leading, great preaching is a great blessing, and we need all of that. But that is not where we put our trust. We put our trust in the Lord our God." So we join together with the writer of Psalm 20, and we declare we trust in the name of the Lord our God. And and, and even if our strategies are perfect, even if, if our theology is faultless, if the Holy Spirit is not here, we are doomed to failure. And God's involvement is the only thing that actually can ensure the breakthrough. And listen, we need breakthrough in our city. It's only when the Holy Spirit comes and moves in our lives and in the lives of the people that we meet that they are transformed. Actually, that we are transformed. To put it simply, put your faith in Jesus. So as we step out, it's so important that we have the right understanding of the power of God revealed to us perfectly in Jesus Christ. Listen, our joy and our our hope comes as a direct result of knowing God and actually being in His presence. And our essential prayer must be that the kingdom of God would come on earth as it is in heaven. And listen, if you're out today and you're going to be, be prayer walking the streets, Can I encourage you to pray that prayer? Lord, may your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, bring influence over our streets, over over our city, over the different things that go on within this place. This is God's desire. Over each of our lives, over our church, over our city. And 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 the battle cry, it's not fought with swords, it's not fought with guns, but it's fought with the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ crucified and risen. As Paul says, our struggle is not with flesh and blood, it's not with people. Our struggle is against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. It's fought for the souls of men and women. It's fought in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's fought with words of truth and deeds of love and justice. It's a, it's a cry for a healing, for freedom. It's a rescue cry. And if you have been rescued by Jesus, if you put your trust in Him, you need to know that you've been rescued for a purpose. You're saved to serve, to bring the full gospel of repentance, of faith in Jesus that will, that will see people restored, forgiven, set free, healed. This is the message we wanna to bring to our city today, that they know and can know Jesus by coming and putting their trust in Him but someone needs to tell them, and God is going to use you to tell them that they need Jesus, and when they repent, and when they turn from their sins, and they allow the Lord to be, to be truly Lord of their life, their lives will be changed, and they will spend eternity rejoicing with their Savior. So let's stand together. We're going to pray just for a moment. I'm going to ask Rachel to come up and just to share what our plan is for today. Lord, we thank you that you have called us for purpose. Lord, we are your ambassadors, your representatives here on earth. And Lord, may you equip us. Holy Spirit, we pray, come now. Come and minister into our hearts. Come and strengthen us. Come and help us. And Lord, we want to pray as well, Lord, as we go out from here, Lord, as we, with different activities that we do, Father, bring people across our path. Lord, I want to pray for divine appointments that will be significant. Father, I want to pray for lives to be changed today.